Sophie, I have a question for you. Have you been hearing buzzwords like gut health and toxin-free mm. cleaners? And are you lost and not knowing where to even start? Or like, what should somebody do if they don't know where to start? Mm. Man, it can get so overwhelming trying to figure out what essential oil will help you, what types of cleaners are safe for you and your family, and why on earth one should even care about something called gut health. That's where Young Living comes in. Yes. So every single product that Young Living sells is toxin-free, third-party tested, and also highly recommended by Sophie and myself. Um, it's a one-stop shop for all things healthy and safe. And the added bonus of more of us. With us. Yeah. So it is a network marketing company. So when you sign up, you get the support and question answering from Emily and I. Uh, how to use something, what on earth you can use to help with whatever ailment you're dealing with, like head tension and stomach aches or like car sickness or, you know, your kids needing to focus on schoolwork, that kind of thing, and how to stretch your dollar to uh, get as much as possible on a budget. Exactly. So like when you become a member with Young Living, you get a permanent 24% mm. discount on all products. Yes. And that's huge, especially if you're on a budget. So you can order monthly from Young Living and earn up to 25% back in points also. And you can use those points to get products in the future. Mm -hmm. So let's replace those candles, invest in your health, and have peace of mind with your cleaning products when you sign up to become a member with Young Living. Yes, I know some of the stuff that I've used from Young Living already has like drastically so helped, um, mm -hmm. just especially with sick season and all the things. Mm. So I'm excited. I ordered my big essential starter kit, and I'm so excited to get it in. So if you want to be excited like me... Yes. Um, there's only a few steps you have to do. It's super easy. So all you have to go uh, do is go to youngliving.com. Just choose your products you want, and then you have to enter our sign-up code. And that code, get ready, is 31330527. And you enter that code in the enroller box. And so you can buy whatever you want, as little or as much as you want, um, and to get the permanent discount of 24% off, make sure that you make a one-time product purchase of 100 PV. And that's just product volume and everything on the site is listed with the product volume number. So you'll be able to figure out what you need to customize to get to that 100 PV. And after that, you're set. Otherwise, you can just purchase everything at retail price. Mm. Ready to get started ditching the toxins and living your best life? Then make sure you head to youngliving.com, snag the products that you're wanting, and enter 31330527 in the enroller box. We can't wait to have you join our Young Living family. Yay! Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark remarks. Ba -da -da. I'm da -da. Emily and, and I'm, I'm Sophie. Sophie. <laughs> yeah, we're we practiced that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we we were really intentional with that. <laughs> we are introducing things, yeah. and I got dogs tap dancing around yes. me. I'm hanging yes. out at my parents' house, aka my house, and I got I got three doggos that want to sit three. with me on the couch. Three entire dogs. She like turned the computer uh, when we first hopped on. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> there you are. Uh, and they're all like, I pick on my mom sometimes because they're like, she's the one who ends up taking care of them. But um, they're all like purebred, but they're all just like, eh, like off a little bit. So she's got a Maltese. Well, a little closely related purebred. <laughs> no, not that. But like, I don't know, maybe. we all. Got oh, you just purebred. mean off, like they're almost purebred. They're just like, because they're purebred, it's like, it's not the good purebred. It's not like you would put it in a competition purebred. It's mm. like, oh, you've been bred the same too much. Like, your line is not that great. Yeah. So, like, we have a Maltese who, she's okay, but she's got, like, Cushing's. And so she's, like, and she's also, like, a little dead behind the eyes. She has no, like, puppy personality. And then there's a pug who is, like, the epitome of like an ugly pug. There are some that are cute, but this one is like an ugly pug, and he's really big. I don't. I didn't know that pugs could get this big, and um, he's like a super pug. <laughs> and then uh, we have a Yorkie, who is honestly psychotic and <laughs> like no chill, and she will attack you before anybody else would. Um, and she's got an underbite, so <laughs> they're oh my like, God. they're like. Yeah. Off kilter, yeah. 
Yeah, they're having they're having playtime. So you mm. know, this is how it'll be. It was either going to be that or like another animal in the background at some point. Welcome so, to real life, everybody. I know it's we've fun. done s- how many episodes, and you've I'm sure you've heard dogs in many of them. <laughs> yeah, we love animals. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, one day, you know, you'll hear screaming little kids in the background. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Well, and I'm just surprised, like, anytime you record at your house, um, your cats are never in the room. <laughs> Here's Jack yeah. making an appearance. Yeah. You yeah. can't see it, listeners. That's the pug. Um, <laughs> you might hear him I have never snorting. met a cute pug, so I'm no. very surprised <laughs> that you even made that distinction. <laughs> I remember. Did I tell you the pug? I might have told the pug story of my childhood friend. She said she had one. I had no idea what they were. And I walked in and I genuinely thought something was wrong with that dog because I had <laughs> never seen a pug before. And I was like, what is wrong with him? What happened to his eyes? And they're like, that's intentional. <laughs> that, that's intentional. That's how it looks. Like, that thing is messed up. Um, that's just how its face is, okay? He's not, oh my he's not mad. He wants oh to come gosh. say hi. So he's going to hang out with me. <laughs> so we decided to uh, skip the week of Valentine's Day as far as releasing an episode for you guys. But for us, Valentine's Day was just yesterday. So, yesterday. Um, we posted about what our plans were going to be. But Emily, why don't you share with everybody what you ended up doing for yours and if anything else is planned? Yeah. So um, pretty much exactly what I posted uh, happened. <laughs> I worked at the coffee shop. Um, my morning shift was from 6.30 to 1.30, and then we had a prefixed, like, wine, prefixed wine dinner. Uh, this is the second year that they've done it, but there's a huge event space in the back of the coffee shop that we rent out all the time. And this one, we had a chef, like a local chef come in, and it was a four-course meal. Um, each meal had a different wine pairing to go with it, so I was one of the servers, which I had never done before, and I was a little bit nervous because, like, me starting at the coffee shop and all this is my first time ever working in, like, food service or anything like that. I'd always done retail. So I was a little nervous, um, but I didn't didn't break anything. I didn't spill anything. And because it was, like, I think it was, like, $100 per plate or something. So for for the area... I mean, I guess for anywhere. It's, like, a nice thing. It's expensive. It's a nice thing. Um... We got some mad tips, so that was nice. Uh, That is nice. Yeah, so, and it was really fun. Like, there's always leftover food, so I got to eat some of the food, and I'm really happy I'm not a picky eater because it was all so, so good. There Mm. was, like, a, a, (laughs) and they were all titled something funny. So, like, one of them was called Sweet Cheeks, but it was, like, a beef, a beef cheek of some sort it was but oh my gosh melt in your mouth it was so good yes. um so that was really fun to be a part of it was just a really long night because we were having a good time while it was happening like there was live music and everything i was working with my friends i knew half of the people that were there because they were all locals but by the time the event wrapped up i was like i never ever want to wash another wine glass ever so yeah. by the time i got home it was like 11 30 or something so like my day started at 6.30 in the morning, and then I had a little break in the afternoon, but then it ended at, like, 11.30 at night. So I slept in this morning, um, <laughs> but it was still really nice, and we are still going to do something for Valentine's. We're just going to postpone it sometime this week, and truthfully, like, we really like cooking together, so we just want to mm-hmm. cook, like, a special meal yeah. and actually kind of, like... a little bit out there and stuff. Yeah, like we might go to the store together and like get ingredients that are different and um, then go maybe get like a bottle of wine that goes with it and then we will come back and cook. Um, And I kind of want to like get cute and get nice like in, in, you know, at home date night type thing and then we'll watch a movie um, and then try and save some money. We have a a trip coming up in a few weeks. We're going to – we're doing the trip – that we were supposed to do when we both ended up getting COVID. So we're going to go oh. to, um, we're going to go to Virginia beach mm-hmm. and, um, see his, his old like campus. And I'm going to meet some of his friends. Like we're going to stay with some of his friends down there, um, and do like a weekend visiting Virginia beach area. Like, and he's going to show me around where he like went to school and stuff, which is cool. Cause I grew up going to Virginia beach, but I've never lived there and I don't know mm. the area other than like oceanfront. And I'm excited to meet his friends. So we're saving some money up for that and um, just keeping it low key. But I'm excited to like make some food, dress up and just have 
you know, my family will be here. So we'll just like have family Valentine yeah. date night thing. Yeah, but it's still, it's still cute, still yeah. cozy. And I, I don't hate on the day. I'm not like this like bitter, you know, single person that's like, oh my gosh, I hate that people right. are in love. Um, I did jokingly boo every time someone would be like, oh my gosh, it's Valentine's Day. And I was, I would go boo, boo. in my office. <laughs> um, just to make people laugh, honestly, because it's yeah. like, you know, you got to play the single bitter role. Um, right. <laughs> you know, but I despise the, uh, and I hate the word commercialized, you know, because it's like, well, yeah. people say that about Christmas and you can still make it like wonderful and magical and whatever. Uh, yeah. But here's what I don't like about Valentine's Day. This could have been our unpopular opinion at the end. Um, do oh, you yeah. like Valentine's Day or not? Um, but one, one of the, or the main thing I don't like about it is the whole, like, last minute run to Kroger, grab some, like, kind of pathetic flowers that are way overpriced, and a box of chocolates that just don't taste good. They, yeah. Like, the Valentine's Day franchised item, or not franchised, yeah. but, like, labeled like, items, whatever. They don't taste good. They no. just don't. And no. here's the thing. Easter candy, it freaking tastes good. Like, it, t- it <laughs> tastes good. All of it with the little bunnies on it. Like, it all tastes good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, the Christmas stuff, like the M&Ms that are red and green, there's nothing different oh, about them, but they taste so better. Good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yep. there's all these things. That, and then you have, like, basically the only thing that you're like, yes, is, like, the heart-shaped Reese's or something. You oh. know, like, but everything else yeah. <laughs> just doesn't taste good. No. And so I'm like, there's no way to last-minute do Valentine's Day and do well with it because yeah. – Every item is just, it's trash. And I will yeah. say, I went to Kroger last night because I did let um, Haley and her friend get a couple of, like, treats. But we went to the regular, like, candy aisle, you know, and yeah. got stuff. But the Valentine's Day stuff was all gone. Like, there's nothing. Huh. Yeah. I was like, wow, you guys sold out. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah. So, what we did was, and this was what I had planned this whole time because our two-year anniversary was on Saturday yeah. um, for Haley and I. So, for Haley and me. Um, and we, we did some celebrating that day, you know, whatever. So I wasn't planning on going big for Valentine's Day. And I'm not going to go out and, like, fight the crowds for dinner stuff, you know, that yeah. night. Um, but we came home and, you know, talked about some things. We're hanging out. I made dinner. And then we went out and got the ingredients to make our favorite homemade ice cream. Oh, and fine. she had requested that specifically. She wanted it for the anniversary day. And then I was like, how do we, how about we, you know, we do that for Valentine's Day. She was totally fine with it. And then we got a couple of like, you know, sweets for ourselves that we wanted. And um, I invited her friend to come. Um, mm-hmm. So she was really happy she got to do that. And then a friend of mine had come over. So it was just kind of a fun little night for all, you know, for a girl's night in. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, and I actually watched half of the movie that we're talking about today. I watched yeah. it last night, half of it last night, and then I finished the rest this morning. Um, and it genuinely was like the perfect Valentine's Day movie. It's so, so good. It's, it's oh so my gosh. Good. It would have been perfect. I, I really want to rewatch it with my mom. Yeah. Um, like have a cute little just Valentine's. Like it's just like a lovey. It is. A lovey movie. Yes. Like, and you know what? Since my mom's going to hear this podcast, like, you can go watch it, Mom, and then you can text me about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a perfect movie to, like, watch, like, on Valentine's Day without it being, like, all in your Valentine's face. Valentine's threw up, you know, yeah, on here. It's yeah, it's not all in your face Valentine's Day, yeah. which I appreciated yeah. about it. Yes. I almost forgot it was a Valentine's Day movie aside from, like, the beginning and end of it, so. Well, and the name. Um, <laughs> so... so to to uh, remind the listeners, we decided on this movie. It's called The Lost Valentine. Um, almost a month ago, because um, of when uh, Betty White had passed away, mm-hmm. we were talking about um, movies she was in that we wanted to watch. And Emily was saying that in honor of her passing, she was going to be watching a movie called The Lost Valentine. She described it. And I was like, that would be a great movie to watch for Valentine's Day. So <laughs> that's why we watched it. Um, but to kind of recap the, the, to explain the whole, it didn't, you know, Valentine's day didn't throw up on it. Um, you've got this woman who, uh, falls in love with this man during the Vietnam war, I think, right? Was it the Vietnam yeah. war? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, I don't know why I just assumed that, but I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I but was anyway, like putting dates in my head. I, was I know, like, me I don't too. Remember dates about anything? <laughs> well, he was a military ex- man in a yeah. war, um, and they fell in love, you know, all that stuff. And she, when he has to leave um, to go serve, 
he's on this train and she hands him something that's folded up and it's a red heart with like some lace on it like she did a cute little job it wasn't like elaborate but it was cute um and it just said you know this is my i'm giving you my heart um put it like have it with you at all times and then bring it home to me you know and um she gave that to him and unfortunately she never sees him again um and she all she ever knew was he was missing in action she never knew you know what had happened um and then you flash forward so that was in we didn't determine they like never 40s explicitly or 50s or whatever. said yeah. well that's that, because yeah. we should know our own history so that's on us um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway then it flashes forward to you know the kind of 2000 probably 13 is i think when it was made yeah. you know time frame and you got this reporter who finds out about it she wants to do a segment you know talking about how this woman goes to the train station every single valentine's day because you know she swore she would go every year like to to meet him you know meet up with him whatever um and it's just this really sweet story of um that family and the dynamic of a woman who um, back in the day was husbandless and refused to remarry and just all the people that she loved and served and cared for in the midst of such devastating heartbreak, you know? Yeah. No, I loved it because it was so much focused on like the, the wife. So Betty White is, um, the main character, obviously one, mm. the, the most main character I yeah. would say. Um, but it was a big focus on her, like Sophie said, serving other people and like how she was heartbroken, but she didn't let it like take her down and how she used that to like kind of give back to the people who, you know, need it. So she would read to veterans, even she's like 80 in the movie and she was like reading to veterans and she had taken care of people her whole life. And we meet her grandson who is, um, I don't know the actor's name, but he's, very attractive and has been in a lot of things. Um, okay, I love him with all of my heart. He was in Sleepover with Alexa Vega. Yes, yeah. And he's got I, the, he's got, he's he's got, got the like, little mole right above. He's his got lip. the mole, <laughs> but you couldn't see it in this movie because he had the dumbest looking goatee ever. Yeah, right. I was, like, I was like, I know they're trying to make him look a little bit older and not so teen heartthrobby. But he but will no. always be a teen heartthrob. That um, man made me. Whew, huh, yeah, he and he was a he was a physical therapist in the movie. Oh yeah, and everything he was. helping her um, stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have to talk about that. That was funny. Yeah. So I um no, but I I really loved it because this one kind of remind me reminded me of like the quality of um like what a deaf man heard how it was yeah. it was like made in 2011, 2013 or something. Um, but it just had that old, like, classic, like, movie feel where it was just done really well because you have flashbacks to the, the 50s when Caroline and her husband, I think his Neil. name was Neil. Mm-hmm. Um, when Caroline and Neil, you get to see their love story. It gave me very, like, the notebook vibes. And the I loved, like, the fashion and the, the makeup and the hair, the music. Like, all the stuff, like, for their flashbacks were so sweet. And the, um, like, just the integrity of, like, everything that was done was so, so well done. Mm-hmm. And I texted Sophie. First of all, I was like, I'm crying because the ending, like, was so, so good of this movie. And I don't want to uh, say anything about it, but it was yeah. just so heartfelt. And it was, like, it was a good Hallmark ending in a sense that, like, the again, the main focus, even though it is it is, like, a big part of the story, but the main focus is not, like the reporter and like getting a crush on, on Caroline's grandson, which like yeah. is not a spoiler at all. Cause as soon as you see it's Jennifer oh, yeah. Love Hewitt, Jennifer Love Hewitt plays the reporter. Yeah. And then um, like her grandson, Caroline's grandson is, is that actor that we all love. <laughs> we just don't yeah. know his name. So like, obviously you know that they're going to end up together or flirty or something. Um, but that wasn't the main focus. Like the main focus was, Caroline and her love story with her husband and um I think it was World War Two. I'm actually yeah, when we said like Vietnam, I was like, I don't think it that was doesn't because feel right. they had the stars in the windows and yeah. you, like that was a very World War Two era. And they thing. mentioned Pearl Harbor so uh, at some point. Oh, did they? Okay, well at, then on the radio. Here's the thing, folks. I want you to know <laughs> that I know my wars, but for some reason because what happened was um he was down in the Philippines. 
Yeah. Um, for part of it. And I think, um, and there was like a jungle aspect to it. My brain went jungle Vietnam. When, Vietnam, Right yeah. when we were talking about it. Not that I, the whole time I was wondering about it. But yeah, so as I said out loud, I was like, I don't know if it was. Um, so, you know, we're talking about the 30s. Okay. I do know that much, everybody. Um, Love that. And the 30s <laughs> and all that happened. Um, but yeah, like in, and I'm definitely like my dad's in the military. It was in the military. Like we're a military family. Um, And so my heart is always like very sensitive to, you know, that. But I think most people in this country who are just like really proud, you know, of of those who have served, like they feel the same way. And there was something really cool about a story that wasn't about um, that, that really was about a woman and the strength that it must have taken to endure such heartbreak and still move forward because she had a young Mm -hmm. baby like they were pregnant when he left and um you know having to be a single mom like raise raise her son and then just she was a teacher apparently and like emily said she read to the veterans you know and uh, i loved the line where um jennifer love hewitt's character said to the grandson isn't this hard for her like isn't this painful and he, he, I forgot exactly what he said, but he basically was like, she will, you know, set anybody straight who thinks that her pain is greater than theirs. Yes. That's and what I, I was trying to remember. That, yes, I loved that. I loved that a lot because that to me was the most, that shows her character where it's like, homegirl, anybody who hears your story cries. Like, that's so sad. That's so heartbreaking. And there were just, there was so much death, so much unnecessary death, so much pain. You know, everybody in our country at that time knew somebody who had died in the war. You know, like mm-hmm. there was a pain, an empty spot in everyone's lives at the end of that war. So like, yeah. we're not talking about a, a, a woman who is sitting there going, I feel lost because nobody else knows what I'm experiencing. She's looking around her going, we're all in just such deep pain. How can I move forward? Okay, well, moving forward means I help people, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was kind of a cool movie that it was more about her. And, yes, definitely about him. He was a you know, upstanding guy. Like, there were so many cool moments where you find out his character also rang true. Like, he didn't have to enli- – like, he was, he was in the military, but what he was doing allowed him to stay stateside. But mm-hmm. he basically – he was a pilot. He was realizing, like – that was going to help change the war if more people would who were experienced would go and yeah you know that that just showed he could have he could have easily been like nope i'm staying here people wouldn't have thought anything of it because he was still in the military like whatever yeah but he he needed to go i mean there's just so many things i was like man such good character traits are being shown in in really hard moments yeah and i love like it it wasn't in your face valentine's day but Mm-mm. it was so the love story between Caroline and Neil that they showed throughout was just so beautiful because you got to see, like, I think they only ended up being married for like a year, but you got to see, and this was like Caroline, older Caroline kind of like recalling their love story because she is being interviewed for this segment to go on the news. And so then we get our flashbacks and stuff and they were only married for about a year but you get this this perfect like dose of their relationship and just enough of their love story to actually like fall in love with them yourself and it yeah. was so it was just it just seemed so pure and like genuine and of course I mean, they're not going to show conflict between Caroline and Neil but like you, like it just seemed like one where they were they were partners they loved each other they were going to like both making efforts right. to to help in the beginning like she right she was doing a victory garden and they were both collecting scraps for recycling, like all this stuff. They were in it for the same common cause, like supporting each other, all the things they bought a house together when they got married and they were fixing it up. So we get the cute montage of them fixing up their house together. And, and it's like, the house she's still living in today. She still you know? lives in that yeah. house. And the first rose bush that they planted together, she, you know, we think it's dead in in the modern times but like she's like okay no, me as a gardener every- i was like that is not a dead rose bush like i, I know tell. i was like no <laughs> he's like look and like one part snaps off and i was like oh the very tip that was the very dried tip yeah branch. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and she was like she's just very much uh one of the lines she said was like it, it just needs a chance like it just yeah. needs a chance like give it a chance yeah. i don't i don't give up on anything yeah. and in this case it was like a pure 
heartfelt type thing. Like in real life, it'd be like, you know, I might need to have boundaries. Yeah, but yeah. It, it was... Let um, it go. <laughs> let it go. It was so sweet. Like, I, uh, I, I like the... I like that she was the main focus in that love yeah. story. We we eventually get to the point where like Jennifer Love Hewitt's character, I think her name is Susan. I gotta do a better job of writing down people's names. Jennifer Love Hewitt plays the reporter named Susan. Originally did not want to do a piece on this because she wanted more like hard hitting news stuff as they all do, but her news um, station is more so like human interest type piece. And so first she didn't want to cover this, and then. Her boss says, no, you need to go get the story. So she she goes and she tries to get the story from her. At first, she's a little hesitant because she's just like, why me? Everybody lost somebody in that war, like like you said, Soph. She's like, everybody lost somebody. Why me? What makes me so different? She was like, well, you go there every single Valentine's Day. You've never given up. And she was like, she's like, a lot of people never gave up. Like, what makes me so special? And so I think, like, at first it started off this thing, like, oh, my boss wants me to do this. I have to get the story. Um, but then eventually Jennifer Love Hewitt's character realizes like just kind of the, the lack of closure because he was just missing in action. He was never declared dead because they never found his body. And so she like makes it her mission to get the story, but also she just decides that she's going to find out what happened. Mm -hmm. So we get her like journalism side really coming out. Like she's able to use these journalism skills where she wanted more hard hitting stuff at the beginning. And she's able to use those skills to like really help somebody. And, you know, we find out she's not very close to her family. She's in a relationship that's kind of estranged. So this is kind of like a, you know, ode to Hallmark plot line and stuff. Oh yeah. And you're um, definitely seeing more of like the ups and downs in her personal life than you would in other movies, you know? Yeah. Not in a bad way. I liked it. No. And then we just see her, like, growing close to the family, really wanting to help Caroline out. And all these efforts were not for nothing. Like, the ending is so beautiful. I was texting Sophie, and I was like, I'm crying out all my eyelash extensions because (laughs) it was so sweet. Different parts of it, too. Like, there were several parts where I was, like, tearing up a little bit. But at the end, oh, let's just say Betty White. Oh, she delivered. Was so good at what she did. Just, oh like, my gosh, an icon. I, yeah. Oh my gosh. I was, yeah, very, very teary eyed. Um, there are a couple things I wanted to mention. One was what you said about the, like, we didn't really see conflict in their marriage. And mm-hmm. obviously, I don't think that they just didn't have any, but, you know, she was highlighting, like, the reason I yeah. loved him so much, whatever. But one thing she said that I, I've heard it so many times in either, you know, novels I'll, I'll read about that time period or whatever, or movies or shows, there's always this, we were very aware that you don't always have tomorrow. Like, we were yeah. more aware than we had been, and so you didn't waste time figuring out how you felt about somebody. Yeah. And he, you know, told her he loved her, and then she didn't really say anything, but then she said, yeah. Uh, he's he's like, I wish you would say something. She goes, well, you know, I wish you would kiss me or something like that. Yeah, that like, was yes. so cute. There was, there's just so many times when I watch those. And it's not that I'm like, man, I just wish somebody would, after knowing me for 12 seconds, declare, you know, whatever. But I'm like, you know, we hate on that in the Hallmark movies. Like, you guys just met. Now you're in love. But I'm like, man, sometimes that's like super attractive to be like, hey, I would like to not waste my time. You know, I would like to just be like, hey, I've thought about this. This makes sense. Let's keep moving. You know, let's do this. And so that was kind of the vibe I got where she set it up where she was like, we didn't want to waste time. Yeah. We knew we weren't guaranteed tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just really dove into the love that our relationship was and, yeah. you know, yada, yada. So I just love that. I loved that part of their marriage where you really just saw this like genuine love and the actors yeah. they did such a great job together oh their chemistry gosh. was wonderful Beautiful. um and then i will say about the actor so i was telling emily like i was watching it and when you use the app to cast to your tv you can't like be on your phone doing anything else um yeah. and so I, I was wanting to look these people up last night while i was watching them but i couldn't so today i was watching it and i was looking up like the imbd for it um a few people so the young um caroline um, so the main character, um, she's played, I don't know the actor's names, but she's played by the girl who is in a show called The Bull Type. 
So if you watch that, um, she plays Sutton in the bold type. She's my favorite character of the three main characters um, in that show. Um, and she just did a really great job. The young Neil, well, I think he's lonely. Yeah. Anyway, spoiler on that one. Um, but young <laughs> Neil, um, he's in a movie called Game Night with um, Rachel McAdams and um, uh, the dude from Friday Night Lights and uh, Winston from New Girl. Like that. There's all these people in that That's one so funny. movie. And he's in it. And I was like, oh, and he's just this like. It's so funny because in that he's this um, womanizer, like, <laughs> you know, brings a different girl each week to their game nights, even though all of them yeah. are married, you know? like <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so then he's playing this very loyal dude. Um, we have, oh, the the guy that Jennifer Love Hewitt is playing or is um dating. And yeah. he actually proposes at one point. Um, he was in the show Nashville. Okay. And if anybody watched that, he and Raina James were engaged to be married. He was a huge country artist like Luke Taylor or something like that. Yeah. Um, but he had a beard in the show. And so I was like, well, who does he remind me of? He's a lot older than all of them. So I was like, that was weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was somebody else. I forgot. But yeah, there were several times that I was like, this is amazing. Like everybody here. There's just so many random like places that I know you from. And they just, yeah. they're great actors. They all did such a good job. Obviously, Betty White. I love Jennifer Love Hewitt. I always have. I think she's a great, like, I think she's a cute actress. I think she does really great acting. And I think this role was probably not a stretch for her. She just did a really good job at it. I mm-hmm. really liked it. Um, and, like, so uh, we mentioned at one point, like, her relationship was kind of on the rocks, I guess. She was dating a photographer, like a nature photographer, and um, at one point, he, like, proposed at this dinner party, this small dinner party. And, you know, but she did say, he? but did he? He didn't. He just showed her a ring and didn't even ask a question. She was like, that's an engagement ring. And he was like, yeah, that's what I said. That's an engagement ring. Like, he was just. So weird. It was so weird. But so he, like, kind of proposes. And she was like, well, I have to think about it like she was telling her friend she was like if you're in love with somebody shouldn't you be excited shouldn't you like really be excited about it and like picture your life together and he was always gone with work and everything and so that's like a little side plot that we that we see and she I really like what she said because she was on the fence about the proposal even though we all knew and like you know she's gonna deny the proposal but she was like she was like saying no to a marriage proposal is like is different than just breaking up like yeah and I really like that because I feel like I've seen a lot of things before where if if the guy or whoever is like there's a marriage proposal and the other person says no they just completely break up and I'm like you you got to this point already like there's probably just something that you're not ready for marriage yet right I I know it's not to me it's not an always you should break up like that exactly yeah Yeah. I think like it's a good thing that it's something good that you guys need to talk about and figure out what page you're on together but she was saying she was like me saying no to a marriage proposal right now does not mean that I just want to break up I need to think about what this marriage would look like because like I need to figure out how I feel about this as a marriage like you're never here yeah he's always working he's always traveling he was like you know well, and i did. mean okay so spoiler alert like they don't get engaged um yeah. and they do end up breaking up but it was very amicable yeah um he had to kind of sort through some stuff whatever but she just said i forgot exactly how she said it but essentially it was we're not we're not even together you know like you're gone i'm doing my stuff and she was like and it's it's not you and it's not me like we're both doing it it's yeah we, we both have our careers that we really love we are moving forward in certain areas and it's just not the same direction yeah and I was like I love that because she totally could have been like you're never here I you know yeah. I, you you just did that because you know you needed to at some point and it felt good and you wanted to have some roots like she c- totally could have gone that way but instead it was she was honest and I, I was actually thinking it where I was like I don't think you're like in the right here either and just yeah. you, you know saying well it's on you but she just owned it she was like it just it, it isn't working because of both of us and the way that we like live our lives and I was like man that's so mature um yeah obviously it still stung and they had to like sort through it all but I don't know I just I appreciated how mature that was yeah well and then we you know she ends up with the grandson his name is Lucas because it's Hallmark and like you know yes. that's gonna happen um yes. And there were some moments where 
she and Lucas kind of ended up, you know, unknowingly recreating some of the the cute little love moments from the flashbacks. Like, you know, they like got caught in the sprinklers and like were being all cute and all this stuff. And the same thing happened to Caroline and Neil back in yeah. the day, and you know, yeah. got caught in the sprinklers and just really sweet stuff. Um, but I really want people to watch this and not be like spoiled with the ending yeah. because let's just say the valentine wasn't lost anymore and oh it my was gosh. really sweet i was like <gasps> yeah i oh my god <laughs> one of the reasons i think i would recommend this movie is actually how they ended it um yeah. because in the typical world of happily ever after of hallmark i think that they leaned into the good and the hard um yeah. and they did a great job of it and betty white flipping <sighs> crushed it in her um in her acting in that like yeah. in her performance like it was just everyone handled things so well. And one thing that I actually liked about this movie, so you see Jennifer Love Hewitt stand up to her boss and say, I'm continuing the, with the story. He wanted to drop it, even yeah. though he was the one who originally brought it up. I thought that whole thing was a little bit silly, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and he, she said, all right, fine, I'm taking a week off of work uh, for personal reasons. And he was like, you might not have a job when you come back because he knew she was going to continue working on the story. And she said, are you serious? And he was like, yep. And she was like, fine. And so she walks away. Mm -hmm. She comes back. And he moved her uh, from her office that she had worked towards back down to a cubicle. And you see as she's waiting on information that she's been, like, putting feelers out for, trying to, you know, trying to find certain things. Um, she is having to do some grunt work, you know, reporting where she's chasing people down at talking about really boring stuff, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. she's having to pay her dues, but she stood up and she was like, I don't regret it. Like, I don't regret that I kept going with the story because it mattered. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that that was actually kind of a cool aspect. And then you didn't see like 12 seconds after she asked about information, she got it. Like it took a while and they, I think did a good job of kind of showing that. Um, and then, yeah, like. There's the, there's, um, I, you, you end the movie going, oh, wow. Like, yeah. I'm satisfied, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's really awesome. So I just, I highly, highly recommend this movie. Um, I don't necessarily see this as like a guy, girl, like the guy will appreciate it. No. Um, if he's super into Hallmark movies, like cool. But, um, it's definitely one that you'll just enjoy on your own, watching it, get some ice cream, watch it with your girlfriends, yeah. whatever. It's, it's just a cute movie. It's so And the well ending done. really just made me love it more. It's like a wholesome ending. I didn't know how far into like fairy tale they were going to take it. Like how, you know, I didn't know exactly. I mean, I had an idea. I had a few ideas. But what happened, I'm really happy with how it was ended. Um, And what I was also thinking, most of the stuff that I've seen Betty White in has been like comedies or like I've known her from. Yeah, Proposal. Even Golden Girls, like comedy. I know she has done so much more than that. But like that's just what my like my generation, our generation like knows her from um and this was not a comedy i think she had a few cute moments where she was like classic like meddling grandma like she's kind of cute lucas where is she i thought there was something there like something really cute like that um but it was really nice to see her in something so heartfelt and like emotional and just serious like what a icon i swear what an icon. I mean, and she, yeah, she could do serious, <clears throat> funny, whatever, and we would all be like, wow, good job. <laughs> yeah, I want to, like, watch, there's a couple, docu- there's probably several documentaries about her, but there's one I have, mm-hmm. like, saved on Hulu or Netflix or something. Like, I just want to watch a documentary about Betty White's life and just, oh, uh, dream. So, yeah, yeah, watch this movie. We watched it, of course, on the Friendly app. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's on Amazon or anything, but we just watched it on friendly tv um i want to watch it with my mom i'm probably gonna cry again because i think it's so sweet and uh definitely watch it it's perfect for any time of year not just like valentine's it's yes. just well it's just well it done really was movie. not a valentine's day movie it just had yeah. the heart you know kind of paper mache type thing that yeah. she gave him that was a valentine yeah. That she gave him. like you know yeah. so that was that was it and the only other thing was every valentine's day she went mm-hmm. to the train station but it was not red throwing up everywhere it wasn't mm-hmm. you know flowers galore it was it was pretty normal so yeah yeah you can definitely watch it on not valentine's day we just decided it worked with our theme so exactly we wanted and to then, do that yeah i loved it so much yep. um i'm really happy we went with that and 
Uh, yeah, I had a good Valentine's Day. It sounds like you had a good Valentine's Day. Yeah. And now I can go get candy for 75% off. Mm, true. Well, speaking <laughs> of candy and treats, uh, oh, tell we me. decided to do a Valentine's Day giveaway. Yeah. Um, Emily, do you want to tell everybody what you got? Because Emily was the uh, shopper this time. Yeah, it was so much fun to go get. Um, so we wanted to do something for Valentine's Day, which is the unofficial official holiday on February 13th. Like the Super Bowl just happened to share the day with Valentine's Day. But I digress. So um, we wanted to do something for for our Galentines um, that was, like, centered around, like, self-care and kind of, like, spa day vibes. So um, I went out and got one of the little gua sha uh, thingies. Gua sha. And it was, like, yeah, it was, like, rose quartz. So obviously Mm. the whole theme was pink. Um, And then got, like, a a cute little microfiber headband for when you give yourself a cute little spa day facial. Um, there was fuzzy socks because there always has to be fuzzy socks. We got a some tea, some like raspberry mixed berry tea, which I'm, you know looked delicious. Some macaroons because they were. Macaroons. I got myself. I got myself some on a separate thing. Oh my gosh, it was delicious. Of course you did. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're one of my favorite things. They're so. It good. was so cute. Um, and then Target had a cute waterless essential oil diffuser so you like put the oil on the little thing and the fan goes and it was pink of course and then they're gonna receive um a lavender essential oil from young living so full full spa day set up um courtesy of marshall's target and young living not sponsored we wish they were we just purchased this with our own money so Mm -hmm. um and we just had a little giveaway on instagram where you could like share follow tag like on the post and um we found our winner yes we did anna grace uh i think winset winset i was gonna say Mm -hmm. winset so we have reached out to our winner and very excited i just need to get my life together and mail it but it's cool so post Valentine's, post Galentine's, but you can treat yourself any time of the year, single yes. or not. Let's go. Yes. So I'm really excited about that to send it out. Um, I finally have a day off today and tomorrow. Well, and one of the reasons we did it, like hashtag modern women energy, okay? Honestly. Because we, I just, I don't ever want somebody to hit Valentine's Day and feel less than um, to feel like they're missing out on something, um, to feel like, you know, um, unnoticed, unseen. And it's like, hey, stand up for yourself and say, like, this. it's just a day, you know, and, and good for other people who have their significant others and have great relationships. We all mm-hmm. know that of all the posts that we're seeing, approximately three of them are accurate, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, everybody else kind of hates each other a little bit. And, <laughs> and it's fine. Like, Go out and buy yourself some chocolate. Like, go uh, grab some drinks with some girlfriends. You know, cozy up and have a girls' night in. Like, whatever you want to do, yeah. make it make it a day that you um, just feel really comfortable with who you are and where you're at in life. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I try to approach it. Sometimes I just completely ignore it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll go get myself something, like, whatever. Um, just to have a little something. And then other years, I go big. And we just wanted to make sure that everybody who, like, follows us and listens to us was able to take a moment and realize, like, oh, yeah, there's Valentine's Day. There's ways to, like, treat my own dang self. Like, I don't need, you know, somebody else to get me something. I could get a couple of things for me, you yeah. know? Yeah, I love that. One of my – so every month I'm trying to have, like, a different little mantra mantra to, like, remind myself of. And this month it's just, like, romanticize your life. And yes. so I'm trying to be way more present, romanticize the little things. Like, I I don't I don't want to be the type of person that's like, oh, when I get to this point, then. Yes. Like, when I do this, then. Um, I'm notorious for having done that in the past. It's like it's a work in progress type thing. Um, but – I think, like, it's really important to stop and, like, romanticize your life at every single stage. Mm-hmm. Um, recognizing that other people are in different stages, whether it be with a relationship, a job, whatever. Um, so we were really happy to be able to do something for yeah. for you guys. Um, yeah. and, and, like, we love seeing people be tagged and, like, new followers to connect with and stuff. Like, we want to celebrate you guys. Like, we care about this podcast a lot, but it's, it's like, not so much about putting out – movies it's like connecting with you guys and like finding a common interest and just really getting to chat with people yeah. about what we all love so yeah. i'm really happy about 
being able to do it. So congratulations yep. to our winner. You'll be getting yes. it in the mail very soon. And yes. then be on the lookout because I like doing giveaways. We'll probably I was say, we like doing them. So yeah, we like giving you guys fun stuff. So yeah. Anyway, congratulations to Anna Winslet. Um, we did want to um, do a fun, <laughs> a fun little buzz buzzfeed quiz always um and it says plan the most romantic date ever and we'll reveal who you'll be spending valentine's day with so we're going to each answer like every other question (laughs) so we're gonna see what weird mashup who who we'll end up with Mm -hmm. so i'll start off um it says first things first what are you wearing um something academic fancy something romantic something cool i think i'm gonna go with something cool because i kind of like a little bit of like casual with a date all right so yours is up what's first on the agenda going to a museum grabbing coffee going to an amusement park watching the sunrise oh okay i know like those are good realistic okay so i'm going realistic like what what what, what should it be hang on it says Plan the most romantic day ever. Oh, I should have thought of that with my. Most I'm gonna switch it to. I'm I'm switching the outfit to something romantic. Okay, so romantic, most romantic. Okay. Most romantic is for your outfit, and then mine. First thing on the agenda mm-hmm. is watching the sunrise. Okay. Okay, so choose another activity: wine tasting, singing karaoke, going to the spa, taking a pottery making class. I'm doing that. So I'm wearing something romantic. It's okay. Um, pick another fun activity. Going on a hike, dancing, taking a cooking class, playing mini golf. Oh, man. I want to do all that. Um, dancing. Yeah, that one sounded fun. Let's grab a bite to eat. Steak, pizza, burger, or tacos. Tacos. Always tacos. Always. Now, what's for dessert? Cake, ice cream, macarons, donuts. Ooh, let's get some. let's get some macarons in there. Okay. Macarons, macaroons. Macarons is the like ones that you bought for the thing. And macaroons are the like coconut kind of Got it. long cookie thing. Macaron. Um, choose your final activity: stargazing, seeing a movie, going to an arcade, ice skating. Stargazing. Yeah, I was gonna pick that. Um, which gift will you give to your Valentine? Chocolates, flowers, jewelry, or just a card? <laughs> um, let's say flowers okay finally how is the night going to end with a kiss a hug planning the next date i'm too shy to tell you that (laughs) they're in bed (laughs) um we're gonna say with a kiss okay (laughs) all right um your crush (laughs) is who you're going on Wait, I thought it was going to give us, like... Like, like a like, celebrity or something. Like, people, not like, oh, what are the other options? I it don't says, know lucky other- you, you're going to be spending V-Day with your crush. It's time for you to finally ask them out. You won't regret it. Listen to your heart, and this will be your most special. Listen to your heart. Okay, that was a little bit disappointing, because, yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, a celeb. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, are you going to... Or, like, an example of, like, a CEO like a yeah like a like a type, type of person yeah type of person your crush i bet every single answer is your crush <laughs> ask out your cr-. yeah or it's the, like the quiz it's like is like freaking s- go ask somebody out right stop taking buzzfeed quizzes about <laughs> who you're going on a date with that sounds like a fun date for you and the person you like in your real life <laughs> <laughs> you should go do just that here you go you're welcome I that's so funny mean. that's so what? funny if yeah. it's like sorry you keep talking <laughs> It'd be so funny if that was a way to like plan your date is like, here, here's yeah. a quiz. And then it's like, go do that. Go do it. That's, <laughs> that sounds like a great plan. <laughs> what were you saying? But I saw this meme over the weekend and I shared it. I shared so many funny memes on um, Valentine's Day as my like, you know, middle finger to Valentine's Day, but not really. Um, and one of them said, hey, how's your single, how's, how's, you know, your dating life? Well, I like one person, and one person likes me, and they are not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was the video of the guy who was, like, pretending <laughs> I'm going to jump off the porch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just feeling silly. Oh, Clorox. Oh, blood, oh, blood, yeah. blood. <laughs> gonna, gonna drink that up. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I laughed so hard at that. Uh, yes. Uh, I love that just those, like, little silly... Not like singleness is the worst, not by any means, but just kind of the dating life. Um, do, do married couples feel like you look at Gen Z and their dating life and think they got the last chopper out of Nam? <laughs> That's my favorite. 
literally. like seven different married friends go, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm not married, but like I feel like okay, I'm in a relationship. That's kind of that's kind of nice because like I, I don't know, man. I don't know. How's your online dating going, by the way? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper on and on. I just I I got ghosted twice, which is fine. Like I that just doesn't even remotely bother me. It just it is what it is. But it was like really great conversations, and then it just completely dropped. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And then I got sick this last week, um, just with some sort of weird cold. And then we had our anniversary day on Saturday, and then Super Bowl was Sunday, and I just wasn't really on my phone, or like I didn't really want to get on. So. Um, I need to kind of get back on today to see what's going on. Um, but I like, I matched with this one guy and he said, he like, he goes, Hey, how's it going? And I was like, (laughs) I don't know why I matched with you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, where's the intrigue? Seriously. So anyway, but there's not been any like gross, weird, inappropriate, like by any means. So that's super nice. But, um, yeah, the, there were a couple of guys I was talking to that I was like, oh, yeah, like, I could see this being um, uh, either one of these guys I could meet up with or whatever, and they both ghosted, and I was like, meh, okay, you know, yeah. you take a few they, days off, you come back. Made, made that decision for me, thank you, sir. Yeah, exactly, so, yeah, nothing's really come of it yet, I don't know, it's kind of, it's nice to be validated, because I'm freaking hot, apparently, to all these guys, so I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you, good. thank you very much, daily dose of, um, Validation and serotonin. Thank you. Truly. Um, and moving so, on. You know, that's nice, but also I'm still single to Pringle folks. So <laughs> it's, it's all good. We'll, we'll just yeah. keep checking in. And right. I honestly, like, you'll just have to change some names and, like, if anything funny happens, you'll just have to change a name and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, I should probably – I need to just start taking screenshots so I can at least remember because there's some things that I'm like, holy weirdo. Like – the nice thing with um, Hinge, that's what I'm on, is you can message somebody prior to actually matching, mm-hmm. but that person will just see that they're, you know, kind of interested. And then when you receive a message, you decide, am I even, am I going to match with them so we can so I can respond, or am I just going to, you yeah. know, unmatch and it's not or not even unmatch, but like just delete, Move on. you know, that person. And um, I will get main like ninety percent of the responses I get are from my Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, you know thing, yeah. and um, a couple of guys agreed, and absolutely zero of the guys who have responded are am I interested in like and I'm yeah. and I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just like every single time I'm like I'm not attracted to you. You're twenty years old. Uh, you don't have a job. You look weird as crap. You're I don't yeah. even know who you are in your pictures because they're all group pictures. Like whatever it is. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it's nice because they can, like, reach out or I can reach out. And then if it never really goes anywhere, you know, okay, well, just initially they weren't really interested in, I don't even remember, you know, half the time or whatever. But there's some profiles that you just look at and you're like, please don't reach out to me. You're so weird. (laughs) Right. Please. I'm okay. I don't know. I'm not Yeah, like, it's showing me 18 and 19-year-olds. And I'm like, what? my, My thing is from, like, 26 and up. I know. I hated it. I was, like, on Tinder for a little bit. And yeah. Same I, thing. I, like, it would say an age, and then in their bio, it's like, not actually this age. I'm actually this age. I don't know why. It's not working. Oh, bull like, crap. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like, how many people can, like, say the same lie and all think that people are going to accept it as the truth? I don't understand. <laughs> well, to me, I'm like, okay, so I should date somebody who doesn't even know how to edit their dating profile like right. I should date somebody who's that stupid no. put the effort in sir no. fix it yeah. like it's a dating profile i used to joke i don't know if i've told this story before but i used to joke that i was like the good luck chuck of tinder because like i would kind of like start conversations with different guys and um or we would go on a date or something and kind of be ghosted like whatever same same type of initial first contact yeah. thing and because like tinder used to pull from your facebook too to like get some type of mutuals in mm-hmm. down and like location and all this stuff. Um, everything's connected. So Literally. I would be on Facebook later, uh, like weeks, months later. And on my suggested friends, it would be these same guys from Tinder in a profile picture with their new girlfriends. Yep. And I was like, did I do you're welcome because yes. 
we had a conversation and it went nowhere, which is fine. But then it's like, ha- like three or four people that I talked to in that manner that I would then see them on Facebook and suggested friends and like have a girlfriend in the picture. And I was like, yes. that's not your sister. That is certainly not your sister. So no. um, can we talk no. about how you have a landline in your home? It's not my landline. It's my grandparents' landline. It's they're downstairs. <laughs> they're downstairs because we have a lot of people living in this house. Oh and my gosh! It's gonna keep it. It's done. It's yeah. not done. <laughs> no, it's not done. It's not done. We're still going. Um, yeah, I, that's happened to me several times because, yeah, for those who haven't done online dating, a lot of times you can sign in, you can log in with whatever social media, you know, account you want, and it will pull pictures from there so that you can decide, yeah, I want that, you know, on my profile, like whatever. And the suggestive friends thing is why I hated things like Tinder and Bumble Mm -hmm. because, um, you kind of like that you're a little bit anonymous. Now Hinge does it where you can quite literally add your Instagram um, feed, not your feed, but your um, grid, like mm-hmm. into the bottom of it, so somebody could scroll and see like the your newest, I don't know, like twenty, you know, posts that you had in there, which was kind of nice because there were a couple of dudes with um, kids, but they didn't have any in their profile, like any pictures with their kids in their profile. And I was like, are they older? Are they younger? Um, and on their Instagram, I scrolled really fast, and I was like, oh, their kids are cute, like they're little, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, and it's like, yeah, you don't need to have like a picture of your kid necessarily on your dating profile, but it right, was kind of nice right. to see that. But I just don't like the suggested friends thing. So I'm like, ugh, that's a little bit too, you know, who I am. You know, yeah. and it's like, no, I don't like that. So yeah, I'm supposed to yeah. be able to sleuth you out, but you can't find anything about me. I actually intentionally don't. Um, I kind of yeah, like the good. blindness of it. Um, I'm not the girl that's like don't don't mention his great-grandmother L- Lacey and how you know all about her you know like I, I right, don't do right. that because um uh, at least not in the initial because I'm like I want to just be able to get to know you and not be like wrapped up in things too much um and it's worked it's worked as far as the like not making me feel crazy yeah <laughs> so. I would just look up enough photos to see them in different scenarios because sometimes like you'll see their picture or their profile picture or something and then try and look for them in person and you're like I I literally can't pick you out of a crowd right now so I like to try and find like different pictures to see them in different situations to try and like see them in real life better and I'm also anxious about everything so I was like be prepared don't walk up to the wrong person I I must say there I have been the type of person that will like hey here's his Instagram handle here's the conversations we've had like if he kills me here you go exactly Exactly. Um, I did the the weird part of social media is you do find mutual friends of these dudes or whatever. Yeah. So there have been a couple times, not with Hinge, but um, with Tinder and with Bumble, that I would be like, "Hey, you're a mutual. Like, how do you know them?" And, and people were like, "Oh my gosh, that's crazy." So, and I'm also like, "How do you have somebody who's single in your life and you're not telling me?" Um, I know. But anyway, yeah. So that's how my not really much movement on it dating life is going. Keep us posted. We're all invested in this. Yeah. Just as much, if not more, than you, Sophie. (laughs) No, you're probably more than me. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, so we're going to close it out. Yeah, well, before we go, um, I have an unpopular opinion. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And that unpopular opinion is I prefer books like a paperback, hardback, real book. I think they're better than audiobooks and or Kindles. And I want to know what you think about that, Sophie. Almost 100% agree. Uh, the only times that I'll say the exceptions are um, are really, 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 really long books. I will not read them. I just know ahead of time. So, like, the audio, uh, they will rank. Like, I read, um, I listened to Count of Monte Cristo. I would never ah. have read that book. <laughs> I started to read it a while ago, but I was like, I saw the movie. I'm fine. I know. The movie's great. Actually, (laughs) the book is way better, and it makes a few things make way more sense um, in the movie, but the movie is great. But yeah, I um, there's just something about cozying up, reading the book. Like, I do not like reading anything on Kindle. Like, I have never gotten into it. Um, But yeah, they're just the best. Books are the best. Yeah, so we agree. We like... Uh, just I don't I don't want to call it like a a real book because books on Kindle physical. are real books but a physical thank you I was like a concrete a tangible a, concrete. a physical book that you can smell the paper and, and yes flip the page we like that better than Kindle Sophie does like an audiobook every once in a while and Die Hard is not a Christmas movie 
Thank you, everyone. And goodbye. And goodbye. (laughs) Friends, if you have listened to even half of an episode of our podcast, you know how much I love coffee. But what can I say? I just love that first sip in the morning and I'm ready to tackle my day. But on those colder days or maybe those mornings where I don't want to hit the ground running, I want to just start nice and slow and ease into my day, I get a cup of Legacy Roasting Company's Holiday Blend Coffee. It has flavor notes like citrus, vanilla, dark chocolate, and it's a medium roast blend of perfectly blended coffee from Ethiopia and Mexico. Sophie and I love this coffee oh so much. Our friends at Legacy have given us a code just for Hallmark Remark listeners. So if you want to try any of their amazing blends, honestly, they're all so good. Or if you want to try the holiday blend for Christmas time, go to www.legacyroasting.com shop and use the code Hallmark Remarks at checkout for 15% off your order. So stock up for gifts for you, for your friends, you know, because we all shop for ourselves this time of year too. They even give free shipping for orders of $50 or more. Go to www.legacyroasting.com shop. Use Hallmark Remarks at checkout and get 15% off your order and tell us which ones you got.